Hello, everyone. Welcome to C-Suite Talks. We speak with industry leaders, introducing you to some of the most interesting people and businesses today. We're focused on women, money, and power, as well as diversity in all areas. Welcome to C-Suite Talks. I'm Beth Hilbing, co-CEO of C-Suite, along with... Hi, and I'm Diane Gubin, co-CEO, along with Beth. And this week, we are so happy to speak with Tara Schultz. She is the founder and principal consultant with SolveWise LLC out of North Carolina. And Tara, she does business consulting. She specializes in helping companies achieve their maximum return on investment for technology spend. So welcome, Tara, to C-Suite Talks. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Terrific. So Tara and I know each other. Tara is actually launching our C-Suite Charlotte chapter. So thank you, Tara. We're so excited. Thank you. I'm very excited about it. So, uh, so Tara and I met, um, Amplify is my firm, Amplify Professional Services, and we do uh, executive search and IT consulting. And Tara and I met on a project that, um, that we um, worked on in, in Southern California. So we've had the absolute pleasure of having this North Carolina, Los Angeles event. And when Tara and I went out to lunch, we just had like a talk fest. And, you know, by the end of it, she was running the, the North Carolina chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Diane has a way of working with people to get them to do whatever she would like them to do. <laughs> this is true. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I'm glad that's a little secret skill there, right? Is, is that, uh, what do they call it, your, your superpower? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought it was parking spots, but anyway, so yeah, so Tara, tell us, what, what are we doing with Charlotte? So I am so excited to be part of uh, our new Charlotte chapter, and um, for any of you that don't know about C-Suite, um, it's really all about um, the networking and uh, learning and growing together, uh, peer groups for women, and we are going to be launching our first uh, virtual event, April 27th, and it will be a virtual wine tasting. (laughs) Yeah, we're so excited to to do this. And it's not just uh, a wine uh, tasting, but it is also um, showcasing one of our C-suite sponsors that um, is also a a woman-owned small business that um, produces wine out of California. So, Oh, Tenral Sellers. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yeah, I need to call that out. So would love, love for anybody that is not familiar with C-Suite um, to join us, whether you're in uh, the Charlotte or North Carolina area or not, we would love to have you just come. It's going to be um, casual and fun and just uh, an opportunity to get to learn what is C-Suite all about. So super excited. Right. And, and, and actually, it's it's not just North Carolina. It's that whole greater Southeast area. So it's North Carolina, South Carolina, Atlanta, Florida. It's, um, it, you know, actually, and the wine tasting is open to everybody. So anywhere you are in the country, you know, join us. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And this, this CEO for Teneral Cellars, Jill Osser, will be um, showcasing two of her wines. And the winemakers are all women, and uh, she does a whole theme around wine. She's been with C-Suite for years, and we just love her to death. Oh, gosh, yes. And we thank Tara for being willing to take on the Charlotte chapter, and she's building out her um, committee uh, with other executive women. So uh, we just look forward to that. So thank you for your passion to do that. So that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so Tara's like our hidden gem because you know what, Tara, even though she's a little quieter, boy, oh boy, does she have an amazing network. So 
Tell us a little bit about your background and your journey and um, how you, you know, what are you doing today and how did you get kind of where you are and decide to um, start your own business? Sure. Absolutely. Thank you. So um, I have worked in technology and IT for, we'll say 20 plus years. Um, And I have done a little bit of everything from development to VP level. So managing people, projects. I'm very passionate around uh, project management. Uh, Even though the majority of my projects have been technology-based, I actually started out, my very first project was running um, part of a construction project. So project management um, is uh, a skill that can be used in anything. So over the years, uh, working with various vendors, um, whether it was internal development, uh, I had the good fortune of working with some big firms like KPMG, Accenture, um, Ernst & Young, learned some really valuable lessons and also had the opportunity to learn um, to work with some not so good uh, consulting firms. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, is that is that is that C suite uh, our our night our night show after dark? <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and and no names or or you know, but the um, working for multiple companies over the years um, and being on the client side and working with those consulting firms, um, I've done over fifty projects uh, throughout my career. I stopped counting after fifteen. <laughs> My my most organized human beings in the world, Tara and Beth. <laughs> I'm so blessed. But project management, you have lots of lists. <laughs> <laughs> lots of lists. You guys know how to get things done. <laughs> Taking those lessons learned from whether it's running uh, projects internally and with vendors, um, you know, I said, you know, I think I can do this better. I think, you know, I, I've been on, on both sides. Um, I kind of dabbled in some consulting through some other consulting firms throughout the years and decided to start Solvewise um, almost two years ago. Congratulations. Absolutely loving it. So lots of fun. Thank you. Yeah, that's a big step. So congratulations. Thank you. And so where you're working now with a company out of Torrance, right? If I'm not mistaken, Torrance, California. I am. There are no time zone restrictions on who I will work with. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. And so um, what do you find? I know, you know, I set up a PMO office um, when I was out, first came to California for TRW. It was TRW at the time. Now it's North of Grumman. It was bought. But um, I know getting people into that mindset of working with a project management office and working with project management principles and so forth can be difficult for people to go to that organization. Absolutely. So how do you do it? How, how do you get people to do what you want? <laughs> that, that, that's a great question. So the, the first thing is, you know, when leading a project, um, I think it's extremely important to bring clarity around what is the common goal? What is the goal you're trying to achieve? And if you don't have that, then um you're already set up for failure in my opinion, because the, you know, you have all types of stakeholders um, from top up, you know, to the end users of a system or processes, if you're making process changes. And um, if you don't 
share a common goal, then if you don't know what you're going to do, how are you going to, how are you going to drive that? How are you going to do that? Um, as far as, you know, difficulty working with them, I think it's very important to create an open environment, um, one with trust and, that takes time sometimes, but you want people to be open with you, honest with you about their time constraints, their concerns, risk, past experiences that may have may shape the way that they think um, a project will go. Uh, it's very important to listen to that and pick up on where that fear is coming from and do everything you can to work with um, to, to address those. For sure. So to me, trust is a lot of gallons of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like 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 sitting down and getting to know people. Yeah. It is. Sitting down and getting to know people. Um, defining success criteria can be done uh, in a group or it can be done with individual and uh, individuals, finding out what's most important to them. Uh, but at the end of the day, you want to make sure that everybody is aligned with what it is we're trying to achieve. And that can be anything from, um, you know, I really try to do what we call smart objectives. So, um, specific, measurable, actionable, you want to make sure that, um, when the project's said and done, you know what good looks like. And you, you want to say, yes, we made it. We did good, right? And this is, you know, also a leadership skill, which um, is helping people um, work towards a common goal. And I won't use the, the same old uh, cliche, uh, you know, ability to influence and inspire. Yes, absolutely. Those are if you looked up in the dictionary what a leader is, that is uh, what you would find, right? Working working towards a, tom- a common goal. But it's more than that. Um, that trust, the respect, the sincerity of really caring what matters most and helping put together um, a realistic or, or workable plan to get there is critical to uh achieving those goals. So I'm so glad you're running C-Suite Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Diane. The smart plan around it. You can tell I'm a little nervous. This is the first time I've ever been on camera doing this. So thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Well, you're brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So how was it, how was it working for one of the big five? Yeah. I mean, how, how was that environment? Oh, good question. So I actually didn't work for one of the big five. Um, we had several of those working um, as a, our vendor when I was working for a company, um, working with us, which I did learn an, an awful lot um, with them. So, and I know several people that, that work for them. So as far as um, processes and, you know, tried and true um learned a lot. They really, uh, specialize in, in doing that. Um, I think one of the things I wanted to do with SolveWise was, um, certainly there's huge corporations out there that can do this, but, um, 
being kind of a smaller, more boutique firm um, that can bring some uh, experience and, you know, probably about a third of the cost of a, one of the big fives. Right, uh, for sure. To, uh, to, to bring that and to give that dedication and attention focus to whoever I'm working for. Um, I don't want anybody to ever feel like a number. And I feel like sometimes the big five does a really good job at, at making you feel most important. And a lot of times they do that um, in the sales pitch. But when it actually comes to implementation, once they've, they've got you on the hook, um, you don't necessarily get uh, everything that was promised. So reputation is everything to me. And uh, I'm a firm believer in um, meeting my commitments and if I'm not able to, uh, communicating that right away, because you will find that people are extremely, uh, understanding if you're open and honest with them Yes. and let them know. Um, I mean, by nature, most people are, you know, sympathetic, empathetic, uh, compassionate about life. I mean, we all have lives outside of work. So, uh, you know, I think it's very important to uh, make sure that um, they have that personalized touch. So I learned a lot from the big five um, companies about processes and what works, what doesn't, um, estimation skills, uh, ranges, you know, best case, worst case, most likely, uh, just best practices in general. Um, and that they, uh, really do do a good job. Um, I just hope that I can do uh, not only do a good job, but also make sure that uh, I don't ever overcommit and give that personal attention. Ooh. Okay, great. So I see that a lot of your effort sometimes is helping companies decide, are they going to buy, you know, a package, a COTS package, um, or are they going to build it in-house, et cetera? So how do you lead them through that determination? Yeah, that's a, that's a big decision. Absolutely. Um, I was surprised at uh, the number of companies, and this was prior to even SawWise, that really struggle with, you know, should we buy a package software or should we build it in-house or enhance something that we already have? Um, what's the right thing to do? Uh, and so, um, in working with these companies, I've done a lot of research, a lot of reading. I, I, I read a lot of books, uh, but a lot of this is real world experience too. And being part of that vendor evaluation, writing RFPs, uh, vendor selection and putting criteria together. But when you ask yourself the question, whether, a company should build um, or buy a, a software. One of the first things that um, I'll ask the client would be, uh, what business objective are you trying to accomplish or achieve? Why, why are you even looking to make a change? Do you even have something already today? Is there something that your current software won't do that you think um, it should do? And, for the most part, companies are looking for a competitive advantage, right? They're looking for something that's going to help set them apart or there's something they can't do or they're tired of dealing with, you know, problems or issues and they don't, 
they just want to buy something that they don't have to think about. So a um, couple of key things, you know, ask yourself, is my business or is what I'm trying to achieve um, so unique that nobody has not already done it? That there's not already, <laughs> there's, not already a, there's not already a packet software out there that will do it for you. Right, right. You mean like let's invent a new accounting system? <laughs> right. Or or maybe there's, you know, something unique enough about your business that um, that because some of the I, I won't go into too much detail, but obviously, you know, pros of doing a package software, um, usually not always faster time to market, um, less maintenance, less in-house staff. You need to support that, um, you know, it. It uh, typically is, you know, a lot of the companies that are looking for software don't specialize in software, and I, you know, nor do they want to, and that's okay. Um, the on the flip side, what you don't get with some of the package softwares, software is flexibility. Um, if you need something custom, um, although a lot of software companies are starting to go with a more open architecture approach. Um, Salesforce is one of them where uh, you kind of get the best of both worlds. So uh, you could still take advantage of the uh, upgrades without um, doing a lot of uh, extensive testing and, and everything. But if you need some custom or you need some to plug and play, they have API connections that will allow you to uh, interface and, and kind of separate that out so that you can can do that. Um, the other thing I would say is be careful. Do you have the in-house staff uh, ready to support it? If you're going to build, um, even if you hire a third party to develop the software for you, there's ongoing maintenance, right? So you have to look at the total cost of ownership. Uh, package softwares will tell you right up front. Annual maintenance flat 10%, 20% of your software cost as to where if you build it and you don't have, you know, if you outsource it, you can usually get a price, but um, managing technology resources in-house, keeping those skills up to date, uh, making sure is a commitment. Um, there's a lot of positives because your speed of turnaround for an enhancement or a bug fix is really fast. You're not at the mercy of submitting a support ticket to a third party and waiting till they get back to you. So there's a lot of factors that you can consider. And, and I'm going to stop there just because uh, <laughs> I could talk forever about this. What I want to ask you, because you're such a visionary, you're such a visionary, Tara. Let's talk about your vision for C-Suite Charlotte. That, that makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> so so here we are. We're going to do this wine tasting again, soft launch, April 27th. Everybody's welcome. And then what happens after that? Well, uh, thank you. We are. So uh, <laughs> for that segue. So um, one of the things, you know, this is for female executives. Typically we do director level and up. Yes, but we do we do welcome men. We always welcome men because we applaud diversity. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. anybody anybody is welcome, and any uh, guy brave enough to come is welcome. 
We'd love to have you. Yes, absolutely. Um, and we've had a lot of male speakers, which have been fantastic as well. Yeah. But, you know, in when you, even at a manager level position, when you manage people, um, and I know uh, another one of our C-suite members did a talk on this, but sometimes it gets lonely. Uh, you have to, there's a fine line between being able to, uh, you can't always be friends um, with, you know, everybody, the, the higher up you go within corporations. So one of my visions or, or thoughts for C-suite, um, and I've done some similar in some other activities, is helping to create that peer group, that network, a safe space where it, it, it's not, it doesn't even have to officially be called a mentorship although we do have mentorship and coaching opportunities through C-suite and um, lots of other really nice programs, but just making those contacts and friends that aren't so close into what you do, that might be able to give you an outside perspective. Um, you know, that networking is priceless. Uh, you meet some really um, interesting people, but, it's also inspiring. Uh, and sometimes we get in a rut, you know, it's day to day. We do the same thing every day. We get so busy and, um, it's, it's a no pressure. Uh, it's, we want it to be something fun and we want it to be something that you truly get something out of and it helps you grow personally. Um, and, and make friends. So my vision for C-Suite is uh, Charlotte chapter is um, already recruiting a couple of uh, people to help me. It's not a single, I'm the, the uh, only chair. It will be a committee. Oh, it, it is definitely a team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we have lots and lots of support. Obviously, Beth and Diane are fantastic to support all of the various chapters and events. Um, so, I hope that it will grow organically and I would like input from anybody that's interested in this. And I, I just want to make it great. I wanted to make it meaningful. And every time that you come, you say, wow, I'm really glad I did that. I'm really glad I, I, I carved out an hour of my day, even though I was busy or I have to eat my lunch and turn my video off. It was worth <laughs> it. I got something, <laughs> I got something out of it. And, and, uh, and, uh, it, it it's an easy way to help you uh, grow professionally and uh, make friends that you wouldn't otherwise uh, maybe meet. Thank you. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Tara. We can't thank you enough. So thank you, Tara Schultz. How can people find you and your company? Where can they go to find you? So um, I'm on LinkedIn, Tara Schultz. I don't have a profile specific to SolveWise uh, yet, but um, I do have uh, a website that is uh, in progress that I will post the link out on my LinkedIn profile. Anybody can find me. You're on the C-Suite Executive Committee site too. I'm on the C-Suite uh, Executive Committee site and uh, would be happy to talk to anybody, um, even if they're just interested in hey, how could I get started in something like this? Or what would you recommend? Or do you know somebody? Because in technology, I think people know it's a small, small world. Even people that I may have worked with 10, 15 years ago, um, it's a full circle, right? You, find, you may work with them in a different capacity, a different role, a different job. 
um, and, you know, say, hey, I'm looking for, do you know somebody that might have expertise in XYZ? And over the years, um, trust me, anytime I found somebody good, <laughs> I, I had them all, all those contacts uh, lined up. I'm happy to share. Um, I really feel like um, it's, it's a two-way street, right? You do that for others and they will do it right back for you. So I've, I've experienced that and um, I would be happy to uh, speak with anyone. Okay, great. You're an amazing connector. Thank you, Tara. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. So thank you, Tara Schultz. Thank you to our listeners. Let's thank our sponsors. Thank you, Google. Thank you, the law firm of Paul Hastings, City National Bank, the law firm of Manette, advertising media and PR companies of Interpublic Group, and they are hosting our New York event for us coming up uh, on April 19th. And my firm, Amplify Professional Services, which is Executive Search and IT Consulting. Beth, how do people find us? So you can find us at www.cswet.org. Um, hit the subscribe button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Leave us a review, five stars, of course. And you can find us on all the social media outlets as well. And so everyone have a happy Easter and enjoy your friends and family. And thank you again, Sarah. Happy Easter, happy Passover. Have a great holiday. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.